the second Advent candle, the candle of peace. The first Advent candle, was called the prophet's candle, represents hope. The second candle is the Bethlehem candle. It is of peace. The paradox here is that the day finally selected for Christmas by the early church was a widely celebrated pagan holiday. So the same day was chosen for Christians to celebrate the birth of Christ so so they could do so in peace, free from harassment by pagans being occupied in their own drunken celebrations. So it truly is a question of peace. Peace is one theme of the Advent season, but is also the specific focus of the second week of Advent. One of the prophecies about Jesus calls him the Prince of Peace. That's in Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. When the angels appeared to the shepherds, they ended their message by saying, Glory to God in the highest on heaven and on earth. Peace be to those whom he favors. When Simeon saw baby Jesus in the temple, he thanked God that he could now die in peace for he had seen the Messiah. Peace is a word widely used to which people apply their own definition. So we need, as Christians, to see how the Bible describes peace. It is far more than the absence of war. In Hebrew, the word for peace is shalom. Throughout the Bible, shalom is used in several ways. When people are feeling physically well, others say they are shalom. That's Genesis 29, 6. People who have shalom with God have his protection and blessing. That's Numbers 25, 12. Shalom with God is to be a state of awareness of the presence of God that comes from trusting in him. That's Isaiah 26, 3. However, the Old Testament also talks about Israel having peace with God through a covenant, and that peace was conditional. When the nation strayed from following God, he withdrew his shalom from them. That's in Jeremiah 16, 5. And by the time that Jesus appeared on the scene, Israel had been ruled by other empires for 600 years. So shalom with God had been absent for a while. Jesus talked about peace on several occasions. During the Sermon on the Mount, he taught that peacemakers are blessed and will be called God's sons. That's Matthew 5, 9. At the same time, he warned his disciples that he had not come to bring peace to the world, that in fact he would divide people, Matthew 10, 34, 36. Then as the Last Supper, he told his disciples that he would leave them soon. And he comforted them by saying, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you peace as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That's John fourteen twenty seven. It is not just the absence of conflict, but the complete sense of well-being. Being in the presence of the Lord is true peace. As his followers learned when Jesus died and then rose from the dead, he did not bring peace by throwing governments. Instead, he brought peace for Jews and Gentiles by dying for them. He became a sacrificial lamb, dying for humanity's sins once and for all, Hebrews 9, 12. 
In doing so, he made peace between humanity and God, 1 John 2, 2. Therefore, everyone who believes in Jesus' divinity and resurrection achieves peace with God. Their sins are paid for, and they gain eternal life. How we should long for and pray for and work for the coming of God's redemptive kingdom in Christ into our world today and culture today. That is to bring peace to war-torn Ukraine, Erythea, Sudan, and Yemen, to name a few. And also there's the reconciliation of the Palestinians and Jews battling over rights to land and to quell the threat of nuclear buildup with Iran and North Korea and to bring civility to American politics and a nation deeply divided over cultural views. Are we ready for his return tomorrow? Not many were ready when Jesus came the first time. Folks like Simeon and Anna, who knew their scriptures, and people like Elizabeth, Zacharias, John the Baptist, and Mary, the mother of Jesus. But most were not ready. I submit that is true today. Advent provides us with the opportunity to get ourselves back into shape spiritually, to sharpen our spirituality. Advent is a time to be renewed spiritually so that we will be ready to remember and celebrate Jesus' incarnation and birth at Christmas time. The season, <clears throat> the season of Advent then is a time of hope and longing and expectation of his kingdom. It will be on, <clears throat> so it will be on earth as it is in heaven. It is a time to spiritual reflection and a time for new and stronger commitments. We should also be preparing our hearts and minds to be at peace with God, for a closer walk with Him, and to be of His service, so that we will truly be prepared for that moment when the appearance becomes real. May this Advent season and all your future days be filled with the perfect peace of the Lord's presence. Good day.